Welcome to Infinite Impact Radio, a podcast for impact influencers by impact influencers with world-changing missions. Hey there, impact influencers. My name is Evans Putman. I'm the founder of Infinite Impact Coaching and Consulting and the host of Infinite Impact Radio, where I interview entrepreneurs about their purpose-driven businesses and their missions to contribute towards creating a positive ripple effect in the world. Thank you for joining us today, and I look forward to sharing your world-changing mission soon. All right, everybody, welcome to Infinite Impact Radio and TV, the show for impact influencers by impact influencers with world-changing missions. And I'm excited today. We have Annie Henderson here with us. How are you doing? Oh, I'm great. Thanks for having me. Yes. Thank you for joining us. You are um, one of our first episodes of the new decade. Yes. I don't even. I'm excited. Yeah. I was like, I don't even really know what everybody keeps talking about this new decade thing. I mean, for me at my point in life, I'm just like, oh, it's, it's another year. I'm still alive. That's a good <laughs> right. Thing. Um, right. But you work with overwhelmed moms. And I know you told me that I like this tagline. It was pretty short, sweet, to the point. When you thrive, your family thrives. That's right. I think that's very, very cool and very important. Um, If you, you know, if you want to, if you're an impact entrepreneur, you have to start with yourself and at home before you can start filling the cups of other people. You have to make sure yours is filled. So I think that's a great tagline. And I appreciate you being here. And I'm going to let you sort of fill in the blanks and tell everybody what it is you do and who you serve. We touched on it a little bit, but just go ahead and introduce yourself. Sure. My name's Annie Henderson, and I am a Texan. Uh, I've born and raised. I've always lived here. Uh, and I, uh, my past involves being a, a school counselor, an elementary age, um, and really working with, with families and parents. And the reason that I began shifting towards moms specifically is so many times moms are running on fumes and they don't even know it. (laughs) We're just taking care, make sure the kids are okay, make sure uh, the relationship's okay, lots of stress that's involved and they're running on fumes and they've been running on fumes for so long that they, they don't realize it and how, how damaging it is until years and years go by and they look back and they're like, what, what happened? My relationship's a little worse for the wear. My, my kids don't talk to me anymore. What, what happened? So trying to do a shortcut and prevent a lot of that by focusing on moms and making sure they are leading a balanced life. And like you said, have that full cup. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's funny that you bring that up because I think that's true when you're right in the middle of that overwhelm and you're used to it on a daily basis, it just feels like normal life. You don't realize exactly. it. It's like but toxic you, stress. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, definitely. That's funny. I was just having this discussion with my mom the <laughs> other day, actually. Um, my mom and I were discussing, you know, how people, when you get into that stress all the time, your body gets used to it. You get addicted to those sort of chemicals that are in yeah. there that it's actually harder to become de-stressed than to just stay stressed. Exactly. It's the new norm. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Unfortunately. Um, Well, let me ask you this then. So you mentioned um, a little bit about your past, but what was it that actually, if you don't mind sharing, if there was any kind of epiphany or anything that happened that just said, you know what, this is who I want to serve um, that pushed you in that direction? 
Gotcha. So I had, I was a people pleaser, <laughs> born and raised again. <laughs> so I, I grew up that way. I actually married young, 19, just okay. <laughs> right. I'll do that. Um, just never really got a good grasp of who I was because I was always trying to please other people. So find myself mid twenties. Um, I now have one daughter, I've gotten a divorce, finally starting to see a glimpse of who I am, go back to school, get some more uh, degrees. <laughs> and um, so I have a, a counseling background. Um, I have an LPC, uh, school counseling, and then I left it to just go on an adventure of, let's see what else I can do in my interests. So I went into real estate and Airbnbs and had a blast, had a lot of fun, realized, okay, I can do it, but is this fulfilling for me? Which right. it was a big no. <laughs> it is a counselor that is also like a landlord. It's, it doesn't quite mix for me. <laughs> yeah, so, that's a little tough. It's like, oh, don't worry, is. you don't have the rent for these past <laughs> six months, no problem. <laughs> I know, this is not a time for a counseling session. So just kind of came full circle and came back to my roots of counseling, but shifted into life coaching. And um, I know with a lot of the people that I saw in private practice, whether it was a teen or an adolescent who their parents, you know, shoving them in the door and immediately you get into this sterile environment and your walls go up. And then there's an automatic delay of, my mom thinks like I'm broken and I'm talking to this person, but I don't really like, I'm just doing this for them kind of thing. Right. Same with a lot of adults as well. And I like the fact that life coaching is taking them to where they're um, exceptional and, and working with what they have. So counseling is great and psych psychologists and all of that for some deeper issues that you do need to sit and talk about. But a lot of the people that I started seeing were not, uh, they didn't have a diagnosis from the DSM four or five or any of that. They were people that were needing some, some tools to help them shift. Um, and then mixed with the school counseling, uh, I just, found my passion for, for moms since, since I'm a mom. And I went through that stage of just running on fumes and being a people pleaser and doing everything for other people. And then taking out a year for myself to go, okay, this is, um, this is what I need to do focused on myself. And then after that year of kind of self-discovery and seeing what I want and doing simple things like spending time with friends and like checking all the boxes that kind of make you a well-rounded individual. Um, I did all that. And then after that year, things just started kind of clicking. I had, I had a great job. I found my special someone. <laughs> um, I ended up being a gestational carrier for my brother and his family. So a lot of little adventures, but I really always go back to that one year of any time, Annie and her friends and my daughter and just kind of working on just being well-rounded, I guess, like you said. Yeah, that's, that's really cool. Um, I've sort of experienced the same thing now that I think about it. I actually used this in a previous discussion 
but 2019, like the, the last decade was like the last me. Yeah. Um, because I spent the same thing going through 2019, making a lot of self changes in order mm -hmm. to be able to actually fulfill what I want to do moving forward. So with that in mind, I know I did some things and I had a routine and I know you mentioned, you know, sort of like being more well-rounded, being with your friends, but is there something that you could offer to the listeners who may be going through something like that? Were there things that you did on a regular basis, like maybe a daily routine or things that you implemented in your life regularly, regularly to, <laughs> to help you progress from into finding your authentic self and yeah. the person you wanted to serve? Yes. Great question. Great question, Evans. Uh, have, have you read the book uh, Miracle Morning? I have, yes. So that started off my routine in a, a more structured way. And I think there's even an app on my phone that was, it might be called Miracle Routine or something like that. And it basically the gist of it is <clears throat> knocking out those most important things at the beginning. For me, it's the beginning of the day because I'm an early bird. So it's perfect. Everyone's still asleep. I start off the day with some exercise, some reading, meditation. Um, what else? Um, I do affirmations, um, making sure my mental framing is, is right on to start off the day. Um, so it's basically that kind of stuff. Whatever you want to start your day off where after that first hour or however much time you set aside, you already feel on top of the world. So mm. people are waking up and you're already like steps ahead. So it, a real sense of accomplishment to start off the day like that. Oh, I love that. Yes. I actually used to have a little list on my whiteboard of my morning routine. And I remember thinking this is like really not, I don't know why I thought not a dumb idea, but it was somebody I saw somebody said, just write it, put a little check mark next to it. I'm like, why am I doing this? And then you realize you get caught up in your day and you can look over and go, Hey, I accomplished all that this morning. So yeah. I'm having a good day already. Exactly. Um, there's a, there's also an app called streaks where if you're trying to build up the momentum, so kind of like your checklist, it's just a digital version. Oh, I like so that. I can just click on it and it will show that if I want to do something once a day or twice a day, it'll fill it in. And then of course, if you get all of them, it'll keep track and show you a calendar and, and a lot of cool stuff that it'll help kind of motivate you along. I like that. Cause I was actually getting ready to follow up the question with how do you, you know, keep, because a lot of times, as you know, I mean, when you start something new, a routine, I mean, we're getting, we're in January now, how many people have already probably fallen off of their resolution? So many, and, uh, <laughs> so many. <laughs> hard to do that. So do you find things like the app or, you know, checklist or things like that? Are there any other tools you would suggest that help get you yeah. in that momentum and keep you in the momentum? Right. So the, the app and the, uh, having accountability partner, or like a group. So I am in the stage where I have a few different people. So for different things. So I'm going through a, um, a challenge right now and I partnered up with just another school counselor and myself. And then we do that. Um, I have a life coaching group that we have like a weekly call and we kind of hold each other accountable. So that accountability is huge, whether it's for, weight loss or exercise, um, or just certain life routines or, or book clubs. Um, mm -hmm. it's, 
it definitely helps because you can easily talk yourself out of things. So <laughs> one of the things I'm working on this year is self-integrity. So I might be great at keeping my word and, and being here for Evans on time. But in terms of if there's something else on my calendar, I might easily delete it or move it to the next day and the next day and keep putting things off, which then turns out I don't really trust myself because I can't even do what I say I'm going to do each day. Right. Oh, I love so that. So self-integrity. I love that. I'm writing that down for myself. I'm stealing that. <laughs> I know that, I mean, I know the feeling and I know everybody, not everybody, but a lot of people watching this find that too, because I go through the same thing and say, Oh, I have an appointment at four with so-and-so I'm there. But it's like, if I put it in my calendar, I have an appointment with myself to accomplish yeah. this task that can easily be pushed off when the phone rings or anything else happens. So exactly. Yeah. yeah. I love that. That's important. So, um, okay. Well, as far as with your business, so I want to go sort of like into more of a business direction. Now sure. with this question, when is there, is there specific, a specific platform, something that you use that you really enjoy and find it most effective uh, for attracting and affecting your ideal customer, whether that be Facebook, a podcast, you know, a blog, is there something you're using that you feel like really connects with that person you want to attract and affect? Okay. So Facebook, yes, I have a group and a page and in my personal page that I, that I reach to on a, a daily basis. And I, I think that's great. Um, where I think that I get my more passionate, <laughs> uh, audiences is, would be the podcast, I think. Um, so we just, uh, created a course as well. So we took our number one podcast enthusiast and mm -hmm. we actually gave her a free first round access. So she's going through the course herself, giving us feedback, letting us know, um, what she thinks. So, and we just chose her because she was so excited and she's, she's a great, it was a great way to kind of reward her for for always sharing our content and leaving amazing reviews and just without even asking. So that's, that's the beauty of, I think our, our podcast. And of course it's gotten even better with Evan's help. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did. I will full disclosure. You were in our podcast challenge that we put together myself that's and right. Parker Woodward. And um, yeah, so it's nice. It's I'm, I'm proud and excited to see, like all the people that are doing things like yourself. So I think it's really cool. And one thing I want everybody to sort of listen to what you shared, because I think it's something that we all miss and it's important that you're getting, you haven't released the course yet, right? That's correct. correct. But you've gotten one of your biggest fans. One, it's your ideal customer, uh -huh. um, a right. rabid fan, but you rewarded them, which was nice by letting them have it, but you're taking their feedback before you release this. So I think that's something that a lot of entrepreneurs get stuck in their heads. Like I have this great idea for this course and you build it in your head and you put it out there and then it doesn't really get the kind of impact you want it because it was made for you, not for your, your customers. And it's just, right. it's really a smart way. What you're doing is very smart. And I hope everybody's listening because you can build it with your customer. You can give it to your customer, let them go through it and make tweaks to it. 
And it can always get better and better and better as you go. Cause I'm sure your exactly. next version will probably be better than the first version. Yes, it will. And it's, and right now it's only partially built out. So we built out the first two modules. We have the rest planned out, but yeah, like you said, we didn't want to put everything into us and take months and months. And then it wasn't really what they wanted. So yes. So do we you went, plan on building yeah. it with your people as you go forward? Is that how you're going to do it? Yes. Yes. So oh, I it's, it. I mean, we don't, we don't have the, like the live groups or anything like that set up with it on, on this one, but probably the next round, but yeah, we just wanted to make sure we got the, the right feedback and we're heading in the right direction to give them exactly what they needed. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. Cause there's so many courses out there that, you know, are great courses and full of wonderful intention, but they don't get the impact to the, that we hope they get. So I think that's really awesome that you're getting people to, I was actually thinking this the other day, you know, there's information, there's implementation, then there's transformation. Right. And I know from knowing you in the group and in the challenge that your, your goal is that last one transformation. Definitely. Um, because, Definitely. Hoping to make some generational change because yes. yeah, we think that once that mom makes that tweak, it won't only affect like her family, but when her kids are grown, it'll affect how they raise their kids and, and so on. So really wanting to just make a complete shift for people. I love that. I love that. Thank um, you. All right. So moving on to another business question, this has to do with, we, I think because of the way entrepreneurs work, we tend to go in so many directions, tend to try to do so many things that we overcomplicate everything. So is there anything you're doing, in your business and your daily activities to simplify so that you take bigger leaps in your business or in your professional or personal life, I guess is what I'm asking. Uh, so I guess the main way I would simplify is just, and I've heard this a lot from so many different sources and probably even you during your course is don't shoot for perfection. Like that's my main thing I want to keep in mind. Like, good old 80 20 rule or even less i know i've heard some people say like 60 whoa but like not shooting for perfection being able to get going and get something an idea rolling so it just doesn't die um and being able to tweak and and reiterate as you go along so i think that's that's would be the main thing i would say yeah that's smart so is that is that something that you I mean, I'm taking it from the way you're saying it is something that an <laughs> obstacle that you've had to overcome a little bit yourself. <laughs> um, you know what? <laughs> I would have never, ever called myself a perfectionist. Um, I did. Uh, I, I have gone to a counselor before and I, I think everyone should have a counselor or a life coach um, just to check in, even if that's the, the gist of it. But um and she had asked me that and I was like, what? And I was thinking, you know, like in one category, like I'm the messiest person ever, mm -hmm. but I'm also a person, someone that has like, I have multiple degrees. I want to be like certified and check all these little boxes in it, but just in like one area of my life. So it doesn't, right. it's not widespread. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. Well, I think it's something that a lot of us have, I, if you saw like that, I felt the same way. I was like, I'm not a perfectionist. But here's, the, here's something that's a little bit deeper, and I'm only going to ask this question because it relates to me a little bit. Do you think that people's perfectionism is just sort of a veil to hide their fear 
of moving forward that they might fail? Do you think they use perfection? Because I can admit that for myself, sometimes I did this. Um, right. It has to be right. perfect. Is it really that it needs to be perfect or is it because you're afraid of putting it out there with the expectations that it may not work? Right. I And I think... I think different people have different things. So my, my uh, podcast host, Brian, is, is a perfectionist. <laughs> and uh, she, she likes to say that um, when it comes to being a perfectionist, she doesn't want to put something out if it's just not her absolute best. Because if someone's paying for something, she wants to be able to provide them her very best. Um, I will say it, it has slowed some things down, <laughs> but we have a gorgeous looking co uh, course. I can say that though. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think it just depends. Different people have different motivations. Um, just like, uh, have you ever taken the Enneagram, Evans? I have not. No, I have not. Okay. So I don't even uh, know what it is. So <laughs> maybe I have. Out. I don't know. <laughs> we, we have a podcast episode for that. <laughs> I'll have to go check it out. So if you download Ennea app, E-N-N-E-A-P-P, -P. Uh, it will give you like your number and then it'll, it's, it's almost a little freaky of how to a T it will describe you. And there's a book called The Road Back to You. Anyways, it goes into depth and detail and it just kind of talks about why you act certain ways and what are your motivations behind it and how you act when you're healthy and how you act when you're unhealthy. It's, Good stuff. You should That's check it out. That's interesting. Yeah, definitely. I'll we'll have to check I back will. with you and see what yours is. <laughs> it's it's E N N E and then app. Is that I right? Think, I believe so. Okay. There might be another A in there, but yes. So it's Enneagram. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I'll have to check that out for sure. I love it. We ju I just got back from a coaching event. I won't say what kind of event it was because it was actually really fun. Okay. It was a cruise. I was on a cruise for seven days, <laughs> Nice. Um, but it was, it was a business trip. It was a mastermind. <laughs> and one of the things we did was we had an expert there who went over like your disc profile. So I, yes, I just been doing a disc with my, one of the programs I'm in. Yes. So and I immediately, I immediately came home and explained to my wife, do you see why I act the way I act? <laughs> I have an excuse oh, no. it's because of this. Oh, <laughs> so, no. No more she's cruises like, for you. Yeah, she, of course, she's like, well, um, just because you are that, it doesn't mean that you can't adapt to being a little bit more, you know, right. non, I guess, because I'm a high, I'm a very high D. So I'm just like, okay, if I ask a question, I just want the answer. Yes, no, done. I'm finished yep, kind of thing. But yep. uh, I'm a high S over here. So. <laughs> well, it, it is interesting. So. Yeah, it is. I, I look forward to taking that. So everybody should, I'll put, when I find it, what I'll do is I'll put the link in the show notes so people that are listening can go do it too. And then we might have some fun thing where everybody sends in your, your results yeah, and definitely. we can go over them. Um, so cool. Yeah. I like that. I think that's really smart to imperfect action wins every time. And that's something I had to teach myself. So people that are out there, just don't worry if you're not there yet, you can be like Annie and myself and get over that and start taking action. Um, cause it's smart. I mean, you have to get a momentum. Right. Yeah. It can slow you down. Do it. it can slow you down months and years if you, if you stay stuck in that perfectionism. And it goes back to your self integrity. So right. make a promise to yourself to take <laughs> imperfect it. action and start doing <laughs> it. Definitely. So, um, all right. So one more thing I want to ask you before we sort of start wrapping things up is 
moving forward, I have a small idea of this, but maybe from a big picture perspective, moving forward into this decade, what is the one big thing that you hope to achieve to serve people and help transform their lives? So moving a little bit beyond just the course, but like the one like biggest thing you could see yourselves, let's say 10 years down the road, what would it feel like? And what would that thing be that you had accomplished? Oh, wow. <laughs> I have, I have not gone 10 years out. Um, wow. Um, so this might just be a little too general from what you're asking, but just like I said, just wanting to transform so many lives. So gosh, if I'm helping a mom <laughs> now and her family with like 10 year olds, and then 10 years down the road, they are 20 year olds. They are often on their own. The mom has successfully transitioned into empty nesthood. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she has a great relationship with, with her children and with her, her spouse and just have basically, you know, I'm lessening the divorce rate. <laughs> that could be huge. my goal by working on yourself. It, it just kind of is like a domino effect. It, it will affect everything down the road. Yeah. And one thing that I, I think it's funny because actually, um, you know, and you're, you're talking about working with moms, but I actually spoke with somebody earlier and they were talking about the impact that we create doesn't just go out to our customers and clients, but it, in our own families, it trickles down. So like, you know, yeah. that, that's really what one of my goals is, is that my daughter sees what I'm doing, sees that I'm trying to help people, that I'm spreading, you know, the, the word or the news of like good entrepreneurs who are doing good things in the world. And she sort of sees that happening that one day she's going to look back and um, it has nothing to do with me. Like, Oh, I'm proud of my father, but more of, I want to continue on or do something that also creates a positive impact in the world. So yeah, just, yeah. A, a impact in the world. That's, that's beautiful. That's a great way to say it. I know. Um, as, so my daughter's 13 now, so she's in middle school. It can be, you know, some, some kiddos can go a little <laughs> yeah, haywire tough, tough uh, at that age, but she's, uh, she's been great. And she'll, she told me the other day, she's the uh, mom for her group of friends. Like she's, she's the calm one. She's <laughs> neutral. Like she doesn't get all caught up in their drama. Um, so it's beautiful seeing her um, grow in her own way. And um, hopefully, hopefully I had something to do with some of that, but yeah, I can't wait to see how, what, you're doing and what I'm doing now affect them in the future. Yes, definitely. The and I, I do want to say, I do want to give you the opportunity too, because I want to throw this out there. I don't want you to give away your course. I don't want you to give away too much, but if there were, let's just say two things that the moms out there right now who are a little overwhelmed or don't even realize they're overwhelmed, what would be two things that you would suggest that they do to sort of, you know, get themselves to a better place and start getting momentum going forward. Just two takeaways. Oh, so, and, and some of these they might've heard before, but these are so important that I feel like 
we could all stress them every day. Yeah, you relearn, is, you learn things differently from the different people you hear them from. So it's yeah, yeah. It. So one is um, your self talk. So being aware is that first step. What are you hearing yourself say? Because whatever you're saying, your family's hearing as well. So if it's has to do with money mindset, and you're at the store and you're saying, "Oh, that's too expensive," instead of "Oh, I I choose not to buy that." I, I choose to buy this. So making it a choice, your kids will hear that and take it into their adulthood. So whether it's that or if it's weight related, I know I've, I've heard a lot lately that the new F word is fat. Hmm. <laughs> That's the new bad word. You don't want to say it. So focusing on being healthy instead of losing weight. So just kind of taking an inventory and, and listening to yourself over a few days. Like, what am I saying? And you might even have to kind of ask your spouse or your kids like is there something that you you hear hear me say that um i should work on um and then the second one i would encourage everyone to take a small piece of their day just for them so not picking up the kids or not multitasking because you're cooking, uh, taking care of this baby and you're getting to listen to a podcast, but it might be sneak away to the car for an extra five minutes or 10 minute meditation or a dance party, something where it's just for you. You're not helping the family or anyone else, but you're refilling your own bucket. And, and that's okay to want a little bit of alone time. Like it's, it's a great way to recharge and, instead of feeling guilty about it, your family will let her later thank you because you will have some renewed energy and you'll have more to go off of. Yeah. I think that's important. I mean, I see that in a, in my home situation too, where it's like, you know, don't be, don't feel like, well, for me, it's like I went out in the mornings to have my cup of coffee and to do like some meditation to listen, to read yeah. some of the similar things that you were talking about. And I'm like, okay, at first I felt a little bit of guilt but then I started seeing the changes. And even yeah. when my daughter told me like that, you know, that I'm not angry. Oh, like I was huge. before I was like, okay, I'm going <laughs> to spend more time on the porch. <laughs> so, but um, yeah, it was huge. And it also made me feel a little like, gosh, I was, it made me reflect like I would snap so much more and, you know, lose my temper <clears throat> so much more. So it really is important. I mean, I think people yeah. realize it's not being selfish. It's being, you know, you're, you're actually serving your family by taking that time alone. Exactly. So. I wouldn't, I wouldn't suggest using it to hang out on social media. Right. <laughs> that yes. can have a counter effect, but <laughs> something else that is for you. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And I think that's hard. I mean, it's something I try to get my wife and I could be a better partner and probably help her with that a little bit more too. So for those yeah, of you listening who are sense. not moms, you have a, you have a wife or a mom or whoever in your family, you know, give them, tell them, say, Hey, I've got this, go out for 10 minutes and do your thing. Exactly. That will be huge. You'll get some brownie points if you do. Yeah. It's <laughs> a little bit selfish in selfishness. That's <laughs> right. There is such a thing. Well, I do appreciate you being on here. This has been fun and um, I'm excited to see your new podcast. Well, by the time this comes out, so everybody listening to this, your podcast will be out. Your course will be out. That's right. Exciting stuff. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> Before we let you go, where can they find that? Because I want right. to make sure that they go check it out. Yeah. So the podcast is The Happy Mama Village. 
Um, the course, all we're doing is throwing the word road trip in front of it. So roadtrip.thehappymamavillage.com would be the course. Okay. And then uh, I learned some awesome things <laughs> during the challenge. So if you want some, some great tools uh, for moms or people that know moms, we have a toolbox set up. And again, it's just toolbox dot the happy mama village dot com and it has things like um the wheel of life so if you haven't done that one that for 2020 and just kind of check to see what areas of your life are not quite balanced um that would be a great way to start off the year and okay. that's in there and the toolbox is free they just go the toolbox is sign free. up for it and get lots of yeah. cool stuff exactly awesome. Well, I'll put, I'll make sure to put the links down below to everything. So when this launches, they can go get it. And before we go, I do want to share, because I like to share just some takeaways that I got that I think that the listeners That's smart. Know, immediately yeah. impact. Um, one thing that I really loved was self-integrity, you know, start working on, don't just put things in your calendar and make sure you stick to them when they're for other people, but, you know, stick to your promises to yourself as well. I thought that was really, and I loved how you took it deeper to, if you don't, then you will not trust yourself. Exactly. And if we're going to be putting things out there as entrepreneurs or whatever <laughs> we're doing to help other people, we have to trust ourselves that we're doing the right thing and that we will complete something we start. So I think that's really important. Um, it may have been you were teaching that to me while you were teaching it. So <laughs> I'll leave that there. Um, the other thing, I loved was the fact that you're releasing the course that not that you were just getting feedback to help build the course that was really going to transform lives, but the fact that you went out and found your biggest fan, your biggest podcast fan that interacted with you and you rewarded them because the thing that's really smart about that for the listeners listening to this is that's your biggest fan. That's your ideal customer, your mm -hmm. ideal listener, your ideal avatar. So you're, you're rewarding them and they're most likely to go out and tell people, right. Uh, be an right. evangelist for you to say, Hey, they gave me this for free. This is really cool. And it really helped me, but also you're getting feedback from the kind of person you want to work with in the future. So that's really smart. And, um, the last thing, and you might have to help me with this too. It was the app, the E N N Enia app. Enneagram. So it's based off the Enneagram. Yes. yes. I'm going to put that. Everybody take that. And when you listen to this, if you want to come over to, gosh, I don't even know where to send you. Come to my Facebook page, Evans Putman HQ and post on there. And, you know, let me know that you're listening to Annie Henderson's, Henderson's podcast. And you did the Enneagram app. You did the test and post your results if you want to. I think that'll be fun, but I'm going to do that it. It will be fun. Yeah. So let me I know. Do it. I'm putting that down now. Self-integrity. Promise <laughs> to myself. I'm taking this. Taking if it's this not steps. there, you failed already. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, well, I appreciate you being here and I look forward to seeing all your success moving forward. And um, I'm a little upset because you talked before. You said your sweet little dog might join um, us and then she has disappeared. Oh, you know what? She's hiding right under there. <laughs> oh, okay. She's taking a nap. So, um, well, thanks again for coming on, Annie, and I do appreciate it, and much success in the future, and just thank you for coming on. I'll share yeah. all this stuff with you, and I, I look thank forward to for all the moms' me. lives that you're going to impact. Yes. Thank you so much, Evans. You're welcome.
Wow, what another great episode. Our guests are amazing and I appreciate each and every one of them for spending some time with us. And also, I appreciate you for taking the time to listen or to watch. If you find this valuable and think others would enjoy it too, would you please leave us a comment on Facebook, leave us a comment on the YouTube channel, give us a thumbs up, subscribe if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to our Apple podcast and leave us a review. We would appreciate it any way you're watching, listening, consuming this, just to get some feedback and to see that you're enjoying the kind of content we're putting out. It would mean the world to us. We want to make sure we're making a positive impact on everybody that's listening. And by doing that, you also help us make sure that other people who may need to hear the messages of my guests will also hear them. So thank you again. I appreciate it. And listen, if you've got a, a desire to start an, an impact, purpose-driven business, but don't know where to start, please reach out to me. I'll be glad to jump on a call with you just to give you some advice, some things I've learned from my guests, some things I've learned from my journey. Just come find me on Facebook. It's Evans Putman, E-V-A-N-S-P-U-T-M-A-N, coaching. Evans Putman Coaching on Facebook. You can also find me on Instagram at Evans Putman. Send me a direct message. However you want to reach out to me, just please do it. I'll be glad to jump on and help you out. And if you think you're perfect for this podcast, I can't wait to hear from you. So reach out to me as well. Thank you again. Look forward to seeing you on the next Infinite Impact Radio episode. Thank you.